is with you. Let us pray. Holy One, you breathe the word of love and the promise of new creation into the secret places of the soul, opening heart to heart. In the wildness of your spirit, uncaptured in the wide world, teach us the costly way of fearless love and priceless peace. Through Jesus Christ. Amen. In the spring of 2019, a band from Isla Vista was on a tear. It was a group of students, two girls and two guys. The group played everywhere from house parties to club venues in Santa Barbara, and on occasion, a few of them even played at St. Michael's. The guitarist from that band was Ben Salheimer. Ben played in our church band, and many of you will remember him from his playing Oud during communion, which flavored our Eucharistic experience for years. Ben also brought in a young drummer, just a freshman at the time. Now that drummer, one Charles Kernkamp, is about to graduate. He's developed into a singer and a guitarist and a songwriter who is essential to St. Mike's life. In just a few weeks, Charlie will venture south to pursue a life in music, and we will miss him dearly. But today is not about his departure from our community, but his arrival. His arrival with a group called The Advocates. The Advocates, it's it's such a fun name. It has a ring of like ring of like punk to it, right? It sounds like someone who's breaking the law. I suppose advocates do break the law, the law of isolation the way of the world, as Jesus says. My peace I give to you. I do not give as the world gives. That worldly order is the myth that we are alone, that we are silos and masters of a destiny achieved independently of anyone else. We pull ourselves up by our bootstraps, it says. I don't know about you, but that is not at all what I have found to be true. Yes, we all have our own skills and talents, and some of those talents and gifts open doors. But for the things that matter most in life, we are subject to grace, to something greater than our individual self or talents. That grace opens us up to connection with others rather than siloed self-aggrandizement. In that economy of grace... We are always in need of help. We need the support of an advocate. The lectionary gives us this reading today in preparation for the end of the season of Easter and the coming of Pentecost, the coming of the the Holy Spirit. The passage from John is from Jesus' so-called farewell discourse, a long speech that Jesus gives his closest friends in preparation for his death. He tells them, 
I'm going away, but I'm not leaving you alone. I'm sending an advocate. In Greek, a paraclete. Someone who is on your side legally. A lawyer. A really good lawyer. Have you ever had an advocate or have you ever been an advocate? When I first started working in ministry, just after coming out of seminary, I was down in LA and I fell into advocacy with a guy named Kenny. Kenny was the sound man at the place where we all went to church, this place, Thad's. And Kenny was diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer. Because he didn't have any other family in town, I often ended up taking him to chemo and radiation. I was often the person getting the meds for him and getting food. Uh, Later on, I had to carry him down the stairs. But I learned in that process what it means to advocate for someone. As uh, my mentor, Jimmy Bartz, says, the squeaky wheel gets the grease and everyone needs some a squeaky wheel. Being an advocate is both humbling and empowering. Advocacy is crucial in healthcare, in social work, in civil rights. And like Jesus, we send out advocates. Advocates like Charlie, who will take the music, the spirit, the love he has experienced here at St. Mike's and share it with the world. But why do we need an advocate? Why does Jesus promise an advocate? Against whom is that lawyer, that advocate speaking? Against the voice of self-doubt, the voice of self-criticism, the voice of isolation, the voice of judgment, against the voice that tells you you are not enough and you are alone. The advocate is there for you and with you always, not just to tell you that you are great, not to flatter you, but to connect you to the ground of all being, as Paul Tillich refers to the divine. The advocate keeps you grounded, supported, connected, so that you can remember that you are part of the family the family of love eternal. That's who you are. Whether you are here at St. Mike's or you're out on a beach or on a mountain or in the city, whether you have money or fame or accomplishment or you find failure, poverty, and feel like nothing's going right. The advocate is with you, reminding you that you are loved and that others need your love. Others, like the 17% of undergraduates in the U.S. who identify as gay, lesbian, bisexual, asexual, queer, or questioning. Or the 75,000 people who work as patient advocates in healthcare. Or the over 180 brown pelicans that have been rescued in the last 11 days in Santa Barbara and Ventura counties. The natural world needs advocates badly. That the Spirit, the Advocate, is there for revelation, revealing the fullness of life, a fullness that is so vast, so overflowing, that it requires use of metaphor. Revelation, 
that passage from Revelation that we read today, it uses metaphor. Love eternal is a city, a city in which water flows like a river right down the streets. The streets are lined with trees, trees who bear 12 different fruits, one for each month of the year. There's always fruit, fruit for everyone, regardless of creed or color or gender or status. And the leaves of the tree are healing for all nations. There will be nothing to distract us or impede us from the brilliance of a love that needs no reflection, needs no temple, needs no gates. That love is ready for you today and always. May the advocates play well for you and guide you to the city. Amen. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.